Vicky Smiley Morning Show. The most funny in the morning. It's the Vicky Smiley Morning Show. Just another day that the morning's made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Ladies and gentlemen, so happy to have you this morning and every morning. The Senior Pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Dr. Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Good morning, Ricky Smiley. How you doing, bro? Man, blessing, highly favored, man. God is good. Just happy to be alive. <laughs> I know that's right, man. Yeah, I know you I know you got a fabulous word for us. Oh, I appreciate it, Rick. Isn't it good to know that when other people lie to you, turn their backs on you, even stab you in the back, that God keeps God's promises. When God gives a promise, I promise you, God is good for his promise. You can go to the bank on God's promises, knowing that God will do what God said God would do. Guess what yes, God sir. has promised to do? God has promised us that he would deliver us. God has promised us to be a healer, and God has promised us to protect us. I love the good news that God God has promised to deliver us. So when you find yourself feeling stuck, stuck like Chuck in situations you need to get out of, stuck in a bad way in terms of your own emotional spirit and you're wondering how you're going to get out of what you're feeling, the good news is God can deliver you. God can raise you up when other situations are trying to drag you down. God, I promise you, is a deliverer, but not just a deliverer. God is a protector. God yes, will protect you. God will come through for you when others come at you that you didn't even send for. God will protect you. As a matter of fact, the Bible puts it like this. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. The Bible puts it like this. No weapon formed against you is going to prosper. I'm letting you know God is a protector. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? But then finally, the song says, God promised us he'd be a healer. Isn't it good to know that God will heal you? Someone can testify. You were flat on your back and somehow God raised you up and now you're stronger than you've ever been before. Somebody had a broken heart, but God put the pieces of your broken heart back together and you're stronger in those broken places because God is a healer. Listen, go ahead, have a good day. You can go to the bank on the fact that God has made promises that God will keep and God has promised to be a healer, a protector, and a deliverer. Now have yes, a good sir. day and cash in on those promises. Oh man, thank you for that word, Pastor Haynes. Let's get into this music. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Love you, Ricky. Have a great one. You too. Let's go. All right, y'all. News headlines. Y'all got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Wednesday morning news. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot lost her bid for re-election on Tuesday, ending her historic run as the city's first black woman and first openly gay person to serve in the position. Lightfoot, a Democrat, failed to get enough votes to move on to an April 4th runoff. Instead, Paul Vallis, a former CEO of Chicago schools, will face Brandon Johnson, a Cook County commissioner endorsed by the Chicago Teachers Union. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
In other news, airlines around the world are changing flight schedules for thousands of upcoming summer flights. Now, if you've already booked a flight for May, June, July, or August, there is a chance your departure time or day of travel has changed. The move is being made to help airlines schedule flights as efficiently as possible. American Airlines has already changed or cut roughly 60,000 flights between May 1st and September 1st. Down south, Ricky, the new College of Florida's reshaped board of trustees voted on Tuesday to abolish diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. Now, the move follows Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' decision to move uh, the college in a conservative direction. Get this, DeSantis also said that he intends to defund all diversity, equity, and inclusion programs at state colleges and universities in the state of Florida. So, Special you think that's going to help him in an election um, uh, he'll probably be the be the uh, be the Republican nominee. It'll help him with the base. It's not going to help him in a general election. Yeah, because I'm thinking. It's too unpopular. I think, yeah, I think about uh, when Bush ran in 2000. He kind of moved to the middle right. and got uh, like 10 percent of the black vote. You have to move to the middle in a general because most people aren't that extreme. But they're going to use said. that to run run against him or whatever. And uh, and I don't. He's he's not going to win like nah, that. But and, he think he is. Him and Trump going to eat each other alive. Yeah. Yeah, wow. he's making a lot of extreme moves in Florida. Lastly, I have this for you, Ricky. A modest amount of daily intense exercise is enough to reduce the risk of premature death in various diseases. In fact, a new review of studies found that just 11 minutes of physical activities such as brisk walking, dancing, swimming, playing tennis, or hiking can improve your overall health. So another reminder to move your body. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at what's happening in news. For more stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? What's up there, Maria? Kobe Bryant's widow, Vanessa, has now settled with L.A. County for a total of $28.8 million from the helicopter crash lawsuit, holding those accountable who took pictures of Kobe's and daughter Gigi's remains and leaked them to the public. She's going to be donating that money to Mamba and Mambasita Sports Foundation. Now, it's always good to hear Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless debate on Undisputed. Skip thinks that LeBron James is lying and faking about his foot injury. He scored 11 points in the fourth quarter right. after he quote-unquote hurt himself. Oh. I heard something can I, pop. Can I ask you a Why didn't you take yourself out? Can I ask you a question? I just want to know this. Why is it when LeBron James, if someone says there's something wrong with LeBron James, you either said it's not that serious or he's lying. Okay. But you never called into question when Tom Brady said anything. Tom Brady had off-season surgery. He had it. How do you know? Did you perform the surgery? No, but he announced it, and I believe he did. <laughs> okay, wait a second. Are you calling Ooh. Tom Brady a liar? Just like, I, if you call LeBron James alive about his injury. I'm absolutely okay. calling Tom Brady. <laughs> I love it, dog. I love it, man. Ooh. Yeah, Boy, that's good, it, man. there. Yes, sir. That's good, there. Now, the Lakers are currently in 12th place in the West. I don't see LeBron faking it, trying to get his team into the playoffs, man. So, uh, but it's always good to debate. Everybody got their own opinion. <laughs> that's, that's my quick sports report. Gary, what up there, Pippen? All right, y'all. Larsa Pippen, y'all, she's speaking out finally to People Magazine. She said, y'all, that she doesn't talk about Marcus Jordan with Scottie Pippen, her ex-husband, and she said she doesn't care who he dates. She said, quote, I hope he finds happiness, and I'm happy, and I wouldn't care who he dates. She said, if he was happy, he could literally date anybody on the planet. That's what Miss um, Larson told People Magazine about her ex now, she also said that she doesn't talk about her new boat either with her former husband, Scottie Pippen, nor does she care to know about um, his ex and who's he dating. Now, in an exclusive interview with people, Larsa is 48 years old and Marcus is 32 and he's the son 
Oh, Mr. Michael Jordan, y'all. She said, honey, quote, I feel like I don't ask my ex who he dates if he doesn't really ask me who I date. She said, she said she and Scott, you know, they got married back in 1997 and they finalized their divorce back in December of 2021, more than three years, honey, after their split. Now they're saying that Scotty was 57 and he um, famously played alongside Michael Jordan 59 with the Bulls back in the 90s, and she added that when she and Scotty speak, they're focused on their four children and not each other's romantic relationship. And she also said she loved Marcus Jordan. She said if he asked her to dye her hair green, she would do it. Ooh. <laughs> and, you know, they were asking, is, is he going to be on, um, on on the Real Housewives of Miami? Because, you know, that's the show she's on. She said maybe and maybe not. So congratulations to her. And she said, because she really loved him. And they look like they really loved each other, too. Look like she didn't love Scotty as much as she loved Marcus. Oh, so, Lord. You never know. <laughs> she honey. loved him when he was out there playing basketball Hello? for the Chicago Bulls. Okay. She loved two can Sam then. Yeah. Yeah. And all his best years. Now he, he <laughs> right. all... He he retired, right? And she ain't got nothing for him. Now she's going for for the other star's son. Ooh, yeah, that's what I do, Miss Larson. Wow. Did what she had to do. Nobody want nobody with bad knees, honey. That boy Mark's got good knees, so there Ooh. you go. I'm All sure. right, the color today, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color today, y'all, is periwinkle. On the high end, you say periwinkle, and on the low end, you say beautiful soft blue. That's your color for today. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Latoya Jackson's ex-fiance wants her mother to testify for him. Wait till I tell you what's going on up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Ricky's Mountain the Morning Show time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, the ex of Michael Jackson's sister, Latoya Jackson, has reportedly demanded the late pop star's 92 year old mother appear for a deposition as he fights against allegations that he stole $1 million worth of memorabilia. Now, according to the estate, Jeffrey Phillips stayed at the pop star's home for nine days following his death on June 25, 2009. Now, during his extended visit, he allegedly took clothes, handwritten notes, a briefcase with business and personal letters, Michael's driver's license, and his iPhone. Now, the estate is accusing him of improperly taking the items and attempting to sell the property years later. Now, the documents reportedly said that the items included roughly 109 CDs DVDs, most of which either contain handwritten notes on them or are private special editions, personal and legal papers, handwritten notes, five hard drives, a microphone set, a photo album with Michael on the cover, three silver Mac laptops, two iPods, and two dictaphones with two micro cassettes and three Damn. standard he cassette had a field tapes. Day, didn't he? That's what I'm saying. How do you have time to steal all that in nine days? And ain't nobody watching? Where was their cameras at? Anyway, allegedly the missing items are worth at least $1 million. And as a response, Jeffrey who was with Latoya Jackson from 1995 to 2015, has denied he stole the property. But how he want their mama to testify for him? Right. Yeah. 92. Leave yeah, that lady alone. Try to get her trapped up in, in, That's in, why. in, in something. Yeah. They going to protect her. But why you going to stay in Michael Jackson's house after he not anyway? Why are you staying there? I don't know. It probably called himself trying to help. He's yeah. Latoya's husband then. So he was probably acting like he was trying to help and was just crooked the whole time. Oh, that's mm-hmm. just crazy to me. Leaving people alone, they've been through enough, Lord. But my thing is, how did they know specifically all the things he stole? Maybe they maybe they kept documents of what he had or whatever. Yeah, it had to be. Or maybe she she seen the stuff or something and wrote it down or something. I don't know. I probably caught him trying to sell it. That's yeah. probably what happened, yeah. 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 
Wow, that is that is horrible. All right, last but not least, y'all. Yesterday, a judge set new sensing uh, new sensing date for uh, Tory Lanez in the Meg The Stallion shooting case. Now, according to reports from the court reporter Megan Kuniff, uh, the new sentencing date is April 10th. She tweeted, "He won't be sentenced for his three felony convictions for shooting Meg The Stallion. Instead, the sentencing will be delayed to give his new lawyers more time to prepare a motion for new trial." Now, meanwhile, Judge David Hereford also lifted the gag order on him and now he can speak publicly on the shooting case. He was spotted in court wearing an orange jail garb and a black wave cap. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note, but coming up next, we got Rock T's HBCU. No, Rock T, what you going to be talking about? Let's go holler at Claflin University today, man. Claflin. Yes, indeed. We're going to get it, man. HBCU, no. It's coming up next on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey. I know. Now you know. Hey, no. Hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. HBCU. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's get it on, man. It's about that time. Rock Teasy up in the house. HBCU, know. We're going to always highlight, showcase, and put a spotlight on our heroes and sheroes that attended or currently attend our amazing historically black colleges and universities. Uh-huh. We've been ahead to Orangeburg, South Carolina. Claflin University. Established in 1869. Home of the Orange and Maroon Panthers and Pantherettes. Let's talk about one of y'all's former students. Mr. Leo Twiggs, an American painter who developed the fine arts department at South Carolina State University where he taught from 1973 until 1998. Twiggs received his Bachelor of Arts degree from Claflin University. He received his Master's of Arts degree from New York University. He became the first African-American student to receive a doctorate of arts from the University of Georgia. Uh Uh-huh. Always continuing to raise the bar. He has presented over 50 one-man shows during his career. And oh yeah, he was the first visual artist to receive the Werner Award. If y'all don't know what that is, that's the Governor's Trophy for outstanding contributions to the arts in South Carolina. Mr. Leo Twiggs, another proud HBCU alum. If you didn't know, now you know. If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit me up on my social media platforms at Rock T Holla. Let's get it. HBCU know everybody who rode in an ambulance car. Throw your hands up if you rode in an ambulance car. Everybody, 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 hold it, half man, half woman, it's Gary, I wanna hip you to the teeth. Gary, baby. Ricky's Mind the Morning Show. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. It's a very sad time right now for Janet Jackson, y'all. Now, Janet's wonderful 
nephew, Tito Joe, y'all. They call him TJ. They say he threw some shade at his famous Aunt Janet Jackson. He accused her, y'all, of provocative concerts, degrades, and objectifies women in a way that's just not healthy. Now, they're saying that Jackson shows are I'm known for being raunchy. Now, they're saying a fan tweeted a clip of Janet touching a fan as well as simulating fellatio. Well, now, somebody said, quote, I never liked when she did this. This is what Tito said, y'all, honey. He said, honey, I don't like when females are overly sexualized in art. It degrades and objectifies women in a way that's just not healthy. He said, I prefer, honey, that's the way love goes, honey. Jan, that's when he said he liked, honey. And he also said that, you know, honey, that it's just, it's, it's just not a good look, honey, when Janet does this. And it hurts him. Wait a minute, come closer to the mic. Say that again. He said it hurts him when his aunt Janet does that. He said, and this is Tito's son. Yeah. You know, Tito is one of the older brothers that, you know, he knows exactly, you know, what his his sister does and stuff or whatever but it's sad that his son is saying that he said he said he wished people would just respect the black women we put in our music videos and if you are really serious about making a difference stop supporting the negative images many female black female celebs portray y'all oh he must like be like deep in church or something janet used to do that in her old shows she don't really mm-hmm. do that too much no more but so what if she does what's what's wrong with that she gives a great show a great performance like i ain't with this i don't like it it's stupid and he he need to keep his opinions to himself. But yeah, that's, but you also with that's the way love goes. The lyrics say, "Go deeper, baby, deeper." Yeah. So he said that he's all right with that track, yeah. but not the other one. So yeah. Oh, is that what the lyrics said? Oh, yeah, yeah. She said, Go put deeper, that on baby, the night. Yeah. Want to call some calls and fire somebody? <laughs> yeah. He, is he listening to the lyrics? Yeah. He, yeah. He's <laughs> confused. Yeah. But it's sad. I feel so sorry for Tito, don't honey. Fi- Tito. He's a little sensitive. Name. He a little don't sensitive. feel sorry for Tito. His son grown. No, that's him. His name too. He's Tito Jr. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But bless his soul. His aunt Janet just needs to. She just maybe need to do more Christian shows, probably. Ciao. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> let's keep him lifted, y'all. All right, moving up in other... Moving up, honey. Moving on, honey, in other celebrity news, y'all. Glorilla. Now, y'all know Glorilla's real name, y'all? And, and which is such a... She has such a beautiful name, honey. Her name is Miss um, Gloria Hallelujah Woods. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, honey. Well, they say this girl was performing recently, baby, honey, at a concert. And she did the um, surf thing, you know, the little surfing thing, how the celebrities throw each other out in the people. In the right. And somebody took her wig. Yep. Oh. You can't Yeah, you can't that. jump in it, Brad. You better tell them what happened, Brad. You can't do that. You better tell them what happened, Brad, when you dive in the audience. They'll take everything off you that they can get. Really? They'll take your jewelry, your hair, your wig, your braids, your barrettes, your beads, everything. What? And they'll try to kiss you, fondle you, whatever they can do while they can reach you because they just want a piece of you. Really? Yeah. And they said the fan, he only took it and sold it on eBay for $10,000. Oh, so. that's trifling. You know, because they got good wigs. You know, these wigs nowadays, honey, they are not cheap at all, honey. I mean, they cost a lot. She said they got that wig. Yeah. Did she have cornrows underneath? Like what? Yeah, she probably had cornrows underneath oh, and wow. stuff like that. But, I mean, they should have took that woman's hair, though, honey. But, you know, I guess you got to do what you got to do. She had that thing stitched on good enough. You got to, like, get it stitched on a little bit, like, somewhere around the edges or something. <laughs> so, so they try to take it off. It ain't coming but off. on the video, it looked like she took it off. It like she just, they pulled it and she just went on and took it. And threw it out in the audience. I guess to not get her scalp pulled out. That must have been the last song. It probably was glued in the front. She just kind of snatched it off and just let him have it. Oh, that hurt. Do they still use that screen door material on the wig? Yes. Oh, yes. Man, that's why people are, yeah, Yeah, that's why, like, if you get a hole hole in your screen, that's why it's hard uh, uh, to get screen material, uh, you know, for your screen door. It's not the same thing, bro. (laughs) You sure? I'm absolutely sure. You know that screen thing is real thick, and it's it's keep the Bugs no, it's the same stuff. screen. Though, cause I, I saw a chick. She had a, had the yeah. screen on her forehead and had a fly in it. Yeah. Oh. 
favorite grandmama miss bernice jenkins yeah Jenny, good morning Jenny. good morning just another day that the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it god is good all the time and all the time God is good. Here's our church announcement this morning. Govern yourselves accordingly. Govern yourselves accordingly. Now, the program for Easter service has been released, and the annual, the first annual Usher Board member, most built like a bell pepper contest. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, you ever seen somebody that built up like a bell pepper? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so the Usher Board member most built like a bell pepper contest will be at 2 p.m. Oh, don't, oh. don't meet me there. Beat me there. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the sunrise service will start with the dramatic reenacting of the resurrection. The resi- what is it? The resurrection. Yes, the resurrection. Uh, you got it. Uh-huh, with Deacon Griner playing Jesus. Hmm. <laughs> and he gonna lay down under the big rock behind oh, the fellowship God. hall on Friday <laughs> afternoon. And we're gonna oh, roll it out. From on top of him Sunday morning. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I hope they put him a Lunchable or something in there, something for him to snack on. Yeah. And a bag where he can use the bathroom because they're going to put him up under there Friday afternoon. <laughs> and early Sunday morning. We're going to roll him. He's going to roll. Don't meet me there. Beat me there. <laughs> now for the first time, the first time in 20, in 223 weeks, for the first time in 223 weeks, we don't have no funeral scheduled for this week. Now, we do need prayer for Brother Durwood Jester. You know him, Janie. Yeah, yeah. And he is recovering from sprained back, from a sprained back and two broke ribs. Mm. Ooh. And he got hurt on a field trip with his five-year-old son's uh, <laughs> class at a, a dairy farm last week. Mm. Uh-huh. And he was trying to show them how to milk a cow. He <laughs> <laughs> get hurt doing that. And after a few minutes, looked down and said that that don't look like. <laughs> that that don't look like milk. <laughs> and the white man came over and said. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say, Miss Jenkins? Take your time, Miss Jenkins. <laughs> Insane. Oh, no. Oh, She's so crushed by the accident. <laughs> oh, no. Just say it. Oh, no. The white man came over and said, Well, that's because this is a. This is a bull. So fast, the bull got mad and kicked him in the chest. <laughs> Ooh, the moral, <laughs> the moral of the story is, you got to finish what you start. <laughs> oh, that concludes our church announcement. <laughs> oh, all right, Jada, have a nice day. <laughs> yes, sir. Rick's not the morning show. Who is this? Of course. What happened to you, dog? What's up? What's wrong, Black Tony? I'm on my way to the hospital. You in the ambulance? Yeah. What I'm in happened? the ambulance. I'm in the ambulance right now. Everybody oh. rode in an ambulance car. I'm glad you think it's a joke. Shout I'm glad you think it's a joke. No, what happened? Call Dr. Carr. You tell him to meet me at the hospital. I don't trust them other doctors over there. I don't want no white folk working on me. She might be my last time talking to y'all, son. What's wrong? I w you know, I went over to the trout last night. I ain't been over there in a minute. I went over to the trout last night. I know right. I shouldn't have went over, though. Right. They be wilding out over there. I'm trying to be a professional and do my job. 
But yeah. I went over to the trap, and then I done got the slap boxing with one of them crackheads. Oh, man, we how much? <laughs> we, nah, we, he was just playing. We was just messing around and slap boxing, but he was one of the little nasty little crackheads. Yeah. And he done slapped. Hey, Rock. Yeah. He done slapped his hand over by my I said, don't hit me in my face, whatever you do, because you got them little nasty crack hands. <laughs> He done yeah. hit me in my face. His finger done went in my mouth and touched my toe. <laughs> oh, man, I yeah. I got some. I know yeah, I got, you got some. some. My toe started itching. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm on my way to the hospital right now. That, that little crack hand, he got them little skinny crack fingers. They real black. Yeah, he been holding <laughs> that crack pipe and that lighter. And my toe went, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. So I'm on my way to the hospital right now to try to get them well, you got insurance. You got Blue Cross Blue Shield. No, nah, I need your information from the job. And can no. you, don't we get paid today, sir? Uh, yeah, we get paid today. Yeah. Can you cash out me my paycheck, please, sir? I don't know how to do that. Can't do send that. It to, send it to my girl. <sighs> oh, God. I'm going to text you her cash out. <laughs> Can't do that. Day? Ain't that grand larceny or something? Am I good for the day, sir? Yeah, hey, yeah, you good for the day, but uh, uh, I don't know. I, I I probably could talk to the boss, get them to pay you in cash. Uh, can you be up here in about an hour? They gonna pay me in cash. Yeah. All right, I see y'all in about an hour. About nine. Life is full of things to manage: your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. <laughs> Hold it! He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Ricky's Mountain oh, Morning Show. So Gary good. has the T and the clue of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. If you can recall, y'all, back in December, y'all, when it was announced that Chris Rock, y'all, would be performing the first ever live stream comedy show on Netflix, y'all. They said nine's been confirmed that Mr. Rock will definitely be speaking about the slap. Uh. Yes, honey. From Paige, they said, after mostly staying mom, y'all, for a year, um, being egregiously slapped by Will Smith at a last what? year. Isn't it egregiously? Egregiously. Oh. Egregiously. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, it's egregiously. What'd you say, oh. though? But it's spelled E-G-R-E-G. I spelled, put Greg. I said Greg. You said egregiously. 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 Anyway, y'all, after saying mom, y'all, for about a year, being egregiously slapped by Will Smith at last year's Oscar, y'all, they're saying that the stand-up comedy, y'all, could finally get the final word Saturday night, y'all. Now, they're saying, y'all, that he's going to be a doozy, y'all. Now, Source exclusively said that if you were waiting to see Rock on your tour, honey, address the infamous Will Smith slap situation, the comedian is waiting, y'all, to spill his humorous take on it, and it's going to be his live Netflix stand-up special. Oh, now, God. Now, Source also Smart. added, y'all, uh, thank you, but I don't like that, though. They're saying that the Source added that Rock had decided to address it during his stand-up special Saturday in Baltimore, y'all, when Chris Rock's selective outrage streams live from the Hippodrome Theater. 
I don't yeah, like I mean, that he milked that hell to Well, yeah, no I mean, he ain't said nothing in forever. This is perfect. This is right. He doing it the right way. No, no, but his, his take on it is really funny. I saw him when he was rehearsing, working out his material. <laughs> yeah. His take on it is really funny. It's very Chris Rock. Dave Chappelle's take on it is, is even funny. Yeah, that's what comedians do. You yeah. take a bad situation and you make, saw, you make it into something funny. I went and saw I can't repeat some of the stuff Dave Chappelle said on stage. I was, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I cannot I, wait. Yeah, well, I can't because I don't like that. You milked us and made us wait for a whole damn year. Damn right. He could have did what he wanted to do. He was traumatized by that. So well, however long he wanted anybody to wait, that's on him. He the one that got hit. He was the victim. Right. Yeah, that so it, it, don't, it don't matter. He can talk but about not, it when yeah, he wants to. Yeah, he ready to. to talk about it now. He wasn't ready to talk about it then. Because mm, right. a lot of times you just don't, you know, you're going through the trauma. So now when the trauma, not now we can talk about it. Right. But when I got slapped, damn it, I, I just kept on driving. Who slapped you? Oh. I, I, yeah, tell me no. you, you, you and Greg went to uh <laughs> to the reunion town. It was, no, that wasn't a what slap. What did y'all? That's it was just when I lived in Houston with my friend when I was driving. And we were Oh yeah, you was popping. You was running off at the mouth. He hit you in the mouth, and you kept driving. Oh, you oh, shut that did mouth up, didn't you? <laughs> did, did he backhand you or fronthand? He, he, I think it was a backhand, but baby, I caught myself. I was yeah. Like, oh, my. While you were driving? Yeah, because oh, I, we was going to a party that night, and I think I'm gonna say some smart child, but he yeah, you was talking too me. much. Slapped the taste out your mouth. I said to go to the party, baby, because that was our party. And that was yeah, that was a, that was a a evening a bow tie. Yeah, so honey, I had to go. So you had, had to straighten it up. Yes, I'm with a slap. Went mouth. to that party, slapped. Moving on to another summer news, y'all. For the past three years, y'all, Houston rapper Meg Thee Stallion, you know, she's been fighting y'all to get her, you know, get out of her contract with Carl Croft for 1501 Entertainment, calling her record deal unhunted conscionable. Well, in a recent admits y'all that he made some mistakes y'all with Megan and he promises y'all not to mention her ever again on social media. Now Carl says after coming from professional baseball to the music industry he you know had to learn the ropes honey really fast and made mistakes and he also said that he is stepping back and bringing in new people y'all to run his label. Isn't that nice? That is nice. Well, that was kind of goodish of him. Huh? See, at least he's admitting the mistake that he made. Yeah, but he put Paul Mega through so much though. Three years. I mean, what's his name again? Carl Crawford. He was. He had a baby. Well, what's her name? Um, from Basketball Wives, Evelyn Lozado. She had a baby for him. And honey, they were he, married. Uh, yeah, and honey, he did her whole thing allegedly bad, and then he did this whole Nick Stallion, honey. But now he's apologizing for it because you see, he was a baseball player. He was rich from baseball, not from music. Oh, I didn't Google Carl Kanai. Awesome. Carl Crawford. Yeah, no. my bad. Different, different person. And then my final story, y'all. Wendy Williams, y'all, they say, honey, she's definitely going to hit the talk show circuit soon. One more time, y'all. They said she was spotted in New York walking down the street the other day. And, you know, and when we talk about it, where some people went up to her and wanted to take a picture, honey. But Miss Williams told them no because she didn't trust the person. But now she's saying, y'all, that she want to be on TV. She said she want to be on something like Seth Meyers or Joy Behar or Ruby Goldberg in the view. So I think they should put her on there. She's a great. Um, well, talent. I'm sure they would. They would interview her mm-hmm. and have a conversation with her. I mean, you know, she could do a podcast. Whatever she do, she gonna have, always have followers forever. Yeah, but but I hope but she, she needs to do something now. She should better on why she had because like a lot of these um, housewives and people, honey, they getting off the shows, honey, and they kind of cooling down. You better strike it while you're strike hot. Strike it while it's hot. That's right. Because if not, honey, you know they gonna forget about you. Right. So, you don't want that. Yeah. Look at all the people we know forgotten. 
All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is periwinkle. On the high end, you say periwinkle, and on the low end, you say beautiful soft blue. That's your Kahlua for today. Soft blue. Hey, Gary, thank you for uh, hooking me up with a necktie, and uh, uh, I'm going I'm to I'm pay. And listen, stop. Yeah, please, Ricky. Stop, uh, stop the music today. Stop oh, the music. Lord. Stop. T- okay, I'm going to pay you. Yeah, but Ricky, you hadn't paid for the belt yet. Could you just, I tried to call your okay. assistant and told her, but she ain't answering the phone. They know not to answer your call. <laughs> Gary, I told you I was going to, but I paid you for the other stuff. Yeah, but I you paid didn't pay for, for the belt, and now you didn't pay for the socks and the necktie. Okay. But I got to pay rent. Today is rent day. You got a lot of money. Well, today is a party, so you pay your rent on the first. Oh, yeah, because I need $20, honey, later. So I can't. So if you pay your rent tomorrow, $20. it's $20 more? <laughs> I mean, $200. I meant to say $200. Oh, it's $200 if you pay it tomorrow, so you got to pay your rent today. Yeah, so don't you have cash out? Yeah, I got cash out. Okay, cash can out. I pay you half of it then? No, y'all going to pay me damn half. <laughs> <laughs> Why you going off? Because you always want to pay half. Just pay me. He, about to he didn't pay half when he bought it. He about Ricky. to cry. Nah. Okay, I but he bought half. We'll argue about that later. More Ricky Smiley the morning show coming up. Health, happiness, and hope. It's Wellness Wednesday on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Rick Smiley Morning Show every Wednesday on the Rick Smiley Morning Show. Listen, it's Wellness Wednesday. We got the one and only Dr. MJ Collier is back with an update from the medical community. And uh, he's also going to be answering your general medical questions. Uh, Dr. Collier, what's up, man? Good morning. Uh, good morning, Ricky Smiley. And thank you so much once again for allowing me to bring medical information to the listeners of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. So good morning, Rock T. Good morning, Gary with the T, Special K, Maria, and the Brat. So, listen, Ricky, uh, this is Women's Health Month. March has been designated that. And, you know, they have this thing called the Red Dress Campaign for cardiovascular disease in women. We're going to talk about women in general because we want to celebrate those ladies. Women in the family are usually the medical patriarchs. They make almost all medical decisions, including who goes to the doctor, when they go, immunizations for children, and doctor's appointments for the spouses. And oftentimes, as they uh, become more middle-aged, taking care of their parents as well. They spend so much time caring for others that they rarely take care of themselves. So if women in the family, if a woman goes down due to a medical issue or a medical emergency, the entire family is affected because now the person that gets it done is no longer getting it done. So we want to emphasize self-care for women. Take care of yourself. So we know the medical guidelines that at the age of 40, they suggest uh, you get a mammogram and a colonoscopy at age 45. But don't wait until you're 40 for self-care. Uh, you should get an uh, annual comprehensive physical exam. Waist up, ladies. Uh, going to your OBGYN and getting a pap smear and the pelvic exam is not a comprehensive physical. That is just your female health, and you want to do that as well. And relate your, your annual physical to a milestone that you'll remember, like your birthday or your wedding anniversary or some other event in your life. So you'll say, okay, it's that time of year, time for me to go get my physical. And when you go, don't compromise. When I say comprehensive, I mean uh, full, get undressed, uh, you know, get uh, a full evaluation, including the yeah. breast exam, blood work that includes a full lipid panel, total cholesterol, that's the HDL, the good cholesterol, the LDL, the bad cholesterol, and the triglycerides, a full thyroid panel. Panel, a comprehensive uh, blood count, and a comprehensive metabolic panel, which checks your kidney function, your liver function, and your electrolytes. And if you have a family history of cardiovascular disease, get an EKG as well, uh, particularly if that disease is in a parent or a sibling. And don't forget the spiritual and mental health. Establish a good relationship with a church or some other place where you can get your spirituality on, and partner or, or pray regularly or meditate. 
give yourself a spa day on the regular, maybe uh, once a month minimum, and decrease time spent on social media. People waste a lot of time and get so stressed out about social media. This is a real phenomenon now, Ricky. Uh, wow. Decrease all your life stressors. If your spouse is stressing you out, it might be time to make a change. If your children are stressing you out, you know, you need to make some changes, make some discipline issues or whatever it takes to get those children in line. And if you are not happy in your workplace, guess what? Change jobs. You don't have to stay in the workplace. You heard that? Say that again. Gary, hold, hold on, hold on, Dr. Collie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hold on, Gary. Say that one again. Say that one later. If, if you are stressed out in your workplace, change jobs. Don't stay in a, a toxic work environment that you're not happy in, the people you're working with are not happy in, and you don't want to be there. It's always obvious that that is the case, and so you need to do some, make some changes in your life. It's never too late to do that. Well, won't the person that's doing the stress and change jobs? Okay. <laughs> 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 and who, who, who might change? Changes, who might that, change wait, is. Hold on, who, that, who might that be? The person's name on the marquee. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're talking about ladies' health. Ladies, we want you to live a long and happy life. Be like Ginger Rogers. Always dance and dress to enjoy life. We want you, again, we are so dependent on the ladies, the matriarchs of the family, conscientiously taking care of everybody's health. Take care of yourself, ladies. Let's go to the phone. I, I would change. I'd have to sit up and look at you every day, sir, oh, with all them bad clothes uh, from the uh, markdown. What, what did we get that shirt from, Brett? Uh, uh, Nima Marcus markdown? Even though we got to talk to that lady, but if we just had a check right here, honey, I would be happy. Go now, let's go to the phone. Rick is on the morning show. Good morning. Yes. Hi. Um, my name is Sharon. I'm from Pensacola, Florida. I want to know um, I have cardiac arrest in, within six months. I just want to know how long and how many days can I work out? Just where, you know, I know it's working. Okay, if you had a cardiac arrest, that means your, uh, you know, that means your heart stops. It doesn't necessarily mean a heart attack, but the key thing is that at six months out now, you can start a cardiac rehab program. You didn't have to wait six months. Uh, you want to start improving your cardiovascular health so that that doesn't happen again. But do the simple stuff. Make sure your blood pressure is controlled. Make sure if you have diabetes that your sugar is controlled and any other metabolic issues that you might have. Uh, so we want to make sure you have a good relationship with your primary care physician as well as your cardiologist to maintain good cardiovascular cardiovascular health. All right, y'all with Dr. Cardio. Good morning. Good morning. I was just diagnosed with COVID-19 and was prescribed the medication to treat it, but I also take five milligrams of amlodipine, and I'm concerned about a moderate interaction. Should I be concerned? Uh, no, you should not be. The Paxlovid is compatible with amlodipine. It should not be a problem. As a matter of fact, you want to make sure that your blood pressure stays controlled while you're dealing with the COVID issue. So the Paxlovid is a five-day treatment, uh, So, and it's very important that you take it. You know, it's a lot of medication. It's three pills twice daily for five days. And so, but that is has been shown to, one, decrease the length of the disease, decrease your chances of developing long COVID, and just markedly improve your chances of not getting infection again. So uh, Dr. Kaya does endorse the packs of it, particularly if you have a comorbid condition such as high blood pressure or diabetes or any other chronic disease state. You need to get that COVID out of your body as quickly as possible. All right, y'all, Dr. Kaya, good morning. I went to my PCP recently and have fluid in my ears. And um, she recommended Flonase and Benadryl to dry up the fluid. But I have this wind sound blowing in my ears and it's impacting my hearing. Is there anything else I can do before going to an ENT? 
Uh, yes. One, the uh, Flonase is a good option because that opens up the plumbing or the eustachian tube so that your ears can drain. And it's a, it's a condition you might need to keep using Flonase or something like it for the duration. I will usually use a non-sedating antihistamine. The problem with Benadryl is it makes you sleepy, and two, you have to take it three or four times per day. Get some Allegra, Zizol, Claritin, or Zyrtec. They are all once-a-day non-sedating antihistamines, as well as take a mucolytic to help dry that blew it up. That would be Mucinex DM, one tablet twice daily, all available over the counter. Oh, that's good stuff right there. That's some good information, Dr. Collier. Uh, let everybody know about your Facebook Live and how you can be reached. Okay, Ricky, I can be reached on all social media at Ask ASK Dr. MJ. Facebook Live on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we are available to answer your healthcare questions. And we really appreciate all the Ricky Smiley listeners. We always have people north, south, east, and west, from California to New York to Florida. These are the opinions of Dr. MJ Collier, not those of Ricky Smiley, the Ricky Smiley Morning Show cast or his production crew. Now i got to run to the hospital and, and, and go meet uh, Black Tony because That's he had right. some kind of accident. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to meet him at the hospital. He didn't trust anybody else. So I'm at it. Is he still there? Did he come to pick yeah, up? Yeah, he's at Grady. <laughs> oh, I'm on the way. <laughs> All right. Y'all give it up to Dr. MJ Collier. <laughs> We're bringing on women who are changing the game while paying homage to those who paved the way for them. So joining us today is the president and CEO of the National Council of Negro Women Incorporated, our Reverend Siobhan Arline Brantley. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, my friend. How are you? What's you up? Me jamming this morning. You had me jamming this morning. I'm a '90s girl. <laughs> Member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, root from the good bros. Hey, absolutely. So happy to have you. Uh, welcome to the show, and uh, you are the youngest and first president and CEO of this historic organization. How how does it feel? Man, it's crazy. Listen, you know how the old folks say God is moving. Uh, yes. And I was, <laughs> I'll tell you this, uh, it's a heavy mantle. You think about names like Mary McLeod Bethune, Darcy Height, Barbara Shaw, Ingrid Saunders Jones, come on, Dr. Cole, Selma Daly. These are women that have paved the way for us for over 88 years. And to be the first person in this new infrastructure, it, it's a, a seat and a mantle that I'm privileged to carry. Amen. Wow. Wow, sorry about that, Brett. There you go. That's okay. I said, amen. Well, how does being an ordained minister help you in your new role? Well, listen, you got to know churchy folk. You got to be churchy to know this work. You got to be right. churchy. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus. Come on. And, 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 and I, I need to sometimes. You know, you got to. But part of it is really understanding the humanity of people, right? Understanding nature. And black women have been cornerstones in every institution in this country. And so being someone who has been called by God, who, who does politics and Jesus at the same time, that's an oxymoron, but that's what I do. Uh, this has been an opportunity for me to be able to play, play at a table that really makes change for our people. That's awesome. And we're so excited to have you, you know, kicking off Women's Herstory Month. And for many years, on, your Herstory. organization, yes, <laughs> was led by Dr. Johnetta Besh Cole. How did the two of you work together to restructure the organization and why now? Well, actually, it's, actually, it was part of her vision. Uh, I wasn't even in the play at that time. She was really uh, instrumental in thinking through the way that civil rights organizations have worked. And one of the things that she talked about was 
the 21st century and what it really needed. It needed someone that was a spokesperson. It needed someone that understood governance. And when she moved forward, when she and Dr. Daly got that through during the convention, they honored Dr. A. Lewis Keith. Shout out to Dr. Keith, member of Alpha Kappa Alpha, who's the chair of our board in right there in Atlanta, Georgia. And we have now become the first duo uh, in these roles. And part of that work was to ensure that NCNW was at the political table, at the program table, but also serving black women and their families. As a member of the Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, tell us a little bit about the work that you're actually doing with the Deltas for Women in Action. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So I have the privilege of uh, a a brand new seat as well. I was served as the president of Delta for Women in Action. Shout out to the sorors of Delta, uh, Elsie Cook-Holmes, and I see all the sorors of D4, uh, Rhonda Briggins and Beverly Smith and Gwen Boyd. They have allowed us to be able to do work that allows us to not only endorse candidates through our 501c4, but also to be able to push ballot measures. So many of you know the Divine Nine cannot endorse uh, with their 501c7 tax status, but boy, 501c4 that us play at a different table. And so I had the privilege of serving as the president of that organization and serving as the past chair of social action. So we have done a lot of work, uh, not only in Delta, but Delta, the cool part about all this is Delta, a.k.a. Zeta, the Lynx, Simi Gamma Row are all affiliates of NCNW. So my world yeah. has come together. Oh man, that's, that's so exciting to hear! Congratulations on everything, and uh, and you got to come back on the show now. Don't be a stranger, okay? I'm y'all. Y'all better call me back now. I'm coming. I'm gonna have to y'all in person. Yeah, so, we're not. So we're we not gonna act funny. <laughs> Let everybody know uh, how can people find out more about your organization and how Absolutely. how can they follow you. Please follow me on at Siobhan Arline and follow us at, at NCNW underscore HQ. And please go to NCNW.org. We need your donations. We need your membership. And look, let me close with this. We've got young people. Don't let it, don't let it fool you. We have over 35% of our sections are collegiate. Uh, we have intergenerational leadership. So whether you got a PhD or thank you, Lordy, you are welcome at this table of black women. So we love you, Ricky Smiley and your family. And we're excited about doing this work. Now, we love you, too, and thank you so much for joining us this morning. Y'all give it up and show your love right now for the president and CEO of the National Council of Negro Women Incorporated, Reverend Siobhan Arline Bradley. Thank you. We love you. Love y'all, Ricky, Ricky Smiley family show. Love y'all. <laughs> love you, too. All right, y'all, we got Gary C. coming up next. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Time for Ricky's Quickies. Well, let's go. Quickies. I come every time I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator, eating up all the food. Quickies. That's a little bad, I want to tell you, Dad, <laughs> I want to rock right by. <laughs> I want to rock right by. <laughs> I want to rock right by. Bye. Bye. Quickies. Hey, Ricky. I'm coming to see you for my birthday, April 22nd. Quickies. If you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, other stomach, diarrhea. Quickies. <laughs> I tell Ricky I've been out here in this yellow bus waiting for him to come out. Tell him don't forget his helmet. Quickies. That thing look like a baby leg or something. That thing need a baby shoe on it or something. Quickies. Get in the car, Robert. Quickies. Oh, extra medium. Oh, they got something for the skinny. Quickies. Ricky, when the kids get to me, I put my hands to my chest, put my lip down, and I say, leave me alone. Quickies. Free R. Kelly, free R. Kelly from Angelina Nelson from Cleveland, Ohio. Quickies. You don't have to do drugs. Quickies. This is Mr. Thomas, and I'm with my little chickadees. I go with the gold standard. I use magnum large-sized condoms. 
And every time I look back at my chick, and I be like, I done did my job. <laughs> Ricky, you need to give me my doggone damn money or bring that belt back. My Gucci belt, and I'll bring it back to damn Nemo Marks to get my damn money back. Since you ain't paid for it yet. <laughs> And don't forget the damn socks, too. You ain't paid for them yet, neither. <laughs> Quickies! You need to come on and get the blow for rolling with Roll Toy! Quickies! Yeah, I just want to say the brat should have had my baby. Quickies! Chitty chicks with small look like gummy bears. Quickies! Ugh, you lost the milk. Quickies! Giving up hope, smoking that dough, gang banging. Quickies! I have to do drugs. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold up. I know damn well you didn't step out of the studio and then call back to the radio station. You're damn right. Is that I why did. you walked out? Yes, that's why I walked out. You ain't gonna keep front on me or about no little funky uh, Gucci belt. You need to just go to Cash App and just give me the damn money. I didn't, but happened. you didn't tell me how much the belt. I didn't tell you to go buy that belt. I said go buy one of the ones that uh, Special K get his belts from. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> one, that one would disintegrate in the bag, honey. <laughs> <laughs> got to it you. what? It would what? It would disintegrate in the bag before it got to you. <laughs> we got to get our attitudes and our mind right right now because y'all ain't going to believe who I got on the phone, Brett. Brad, you can wake up out of your little nap uh, up in the up in the studio Shut all up, night. Leave me alone, now. Because we got a special guest this morning. I ain't bothered. You nobody. ain't gonna believe this right here. Can I get a? You got a drum roll, Super Day? Oh my gosh. Uh oh. Oh my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the longest running black male host on a television, and the second longest reigning uh uh, uh what's that word right there? Arbitrator. What's that? Arbitrator. Arbitrator. Oh, boy. Boy, 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 boy. It'll work for me, dog. Help me out with Say Rock. Keep it moving, dog. Let's go. Act <laughs> like that didn't happen. Remix. <laughs> take that, we take that, take that. We can't go back and change it. Uh, in courtroom television history behind Judge Judy, y'all please welcome my good friend, the one and only, Judge Gregory Mathis. What up, though? Hey, hey, Judge Mathis, you know, you know, we can't do Detroit like that. We got to be right. Come on now. When you when you <laughs> when you right. introducing the three one three, you got to face people all over the country. Detroit don't play about they folks. What and up, you, though? You gotta say what up, though. <laughs> that makes it official right there. <laughs> Let's go, Detroit. Eight Mile, Chastain Park, uh, the Fox Theater, yep. uh, 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 Greek Town. Uh, uh, Savannah yes, Savannah Blue Restaurant. Come on, Detroit. I grew up in Detroit. Yes, I love me some Detroit. Come on yep. now. We yes, love sir. the D. Man, we are so glad to have you on the show this morning. And, uh, you know, you got some big things uh, coming up, like a new show. First of all, congratulations on that. Yes, yes. Yeah, tell us about your new show. I was canceled for about... 24 hours, you know, and one <laughs> brothers decided they were getting out of the judge business, canceled both people's court and mine. So, you know, I had some um, day or two later that uh, is going to be just that special. Uh, another Mathis court coming this fall. And, you know, I came back quick, not, you that know, in three days or four days. Jesus is three hours, four. Okay. So, <laughs> we didn't expect nothing less. We didn't expect nothing less. Now, this is uh, this year has been extremely transformational for daytime TV with several staples like Dr. Phil, uh, The Ellen DeGeneres Show, Wendy Williams, Maury, Dr. Oz, as well as The Real All Ending. What are your thoughts on the direction that the networks are moving towards? Well, 
primarily streaming. Everybody wants to become a streaming network. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, it's not uh, totally working. There's recently been evidence uh, by numbers that television is still the go-to place for advertisers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I see the companies are going towards streaming. There's a lot of core cutting, meaning people are cutting off their cable and just keep streaming. So I think that's what television is going to streaming. And that's what's happening in daytime television. We've had a total of 54, the majority of the viewers that we had five years ago. This is all daytime television, not just mine. The majority of those viewers have cut their cord, meaning they can't get us anymore on daytime regular channels. Uh, and so that's the problem we see in daytime TV. And that's why you see Dr. Field and People's Court and myself and others. Uh, yes, they're ending. Yeah, well, you know, your quick bounce back after the announcement of the cancellation is a true testament of your fan base and how loved you are. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Judge Gregory Mathis, and uh, you have always done a lot of work in the community. We hear that you have a lot of work coming up in the community with Reverend Jesse Jackson. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, you know, uh, many people don't know that Reverend was my mentor. I met him in jail at 17. I told him I wanted to work with him after hearing one of those speeches that he gave to us uh, kids in jail. And he said, go to college, and if you go to college, when you come back, you can work with me. That's just what I did. And he mentored me in politics in Detroit and Chicago, and now I'm chairman of the board, so I intend to step up my role. He has asked me to uh, step my role up uh, as he uh, slows down. So I'm going to pick that role up, and uh, you'll hear a lot more about that later. <laughs> but before before uh, you ask your question, Rocktown, right I just wanted to say uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson inspired me my freshman year of college. And I was, I'll never forget, I was up in the chapel. He came to Tuskegee, and I was sitting up there on that front row in the balcony with tears in my eyes. And wow. it was that speech was totally, totally life-changing. So, yeah, I, I feel you on the uh, impact of Reverend Jesse Jackson. Uh, he, he's one of the best. Go ahead, Rock. I'm sorry. Absolutely. One of the greatest, man. Now, people may not know that not only do you have your, your regular show, Judge Mathis, but you have been producing shows like Trap Queens, American Gangster, and several others. Now you stepped into the movie producing realm. This, can you share some information about that? Yeah, you know, Trap Queens, American Gangster. I created that um, after seeing a lot of my uh, female friends that. from back in the day <laughs> going to prison, coming out and doing the right thing. I said, people need to hear those stories about sisters who get caught up, but they show a roadmap on how to get out. We always sensationalize how to go in. We wanted to show a roadmap for women who come out of the game and then redeem themselves by doing work in the community. And so that's what Trap Queen shows. You'll see Tony Welch, as those who saw that episode, she's now working against domestic violence. Uh, you have Big 50, who we did our first movie on and was our most popular first season Trap Queen. She works, and I assist her in the prison uh, uh, reform for women. And so these are the stories we wanted to have aired. And because we want to relate to our people, we know uh, what our people, uh, the challenges we have and what our lives are like going in. But we want to show how to come out. And so our second movie is First Lady of BMF. Tony Welch, and we'll start shooting in April and uh, air on BT this fall. 
Oh, wow. Uh, man, we are so happy to have you on this morning. Judge Matthews, you know you welcome on this show anytime. I appreciate you. Appreciate your Thank encouraging you, words. Appreciate what you do for the community. Appreciate you being a leader and a mentor. We absolutely love you. And I think I can speak on behalf of, of all of us that listen to this morning show. We absolutely love you and thank you for your leadership and thank you for keeping us entertained. We love your show. Especially, especially we always we always oh, yeah. talk, we, we talk about you all the time. But uh uh let let <laughs> everybody got some crackheads up in yes, there. Yes sir. Yes <laughs> sir. They be needing some straightening. Everybody right. Talk about me that much. That's <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Judge Matthews, let everybody know how you can be reached. I can be reached at, at Greg Mathis Instagram. Judge Greg Mathis Instagram, hit us up. Tell me what you want me to know, and we'll make sure that we respond one way or the other. There it is, man. Hey, we love you, Judge Mathis, man. Have a great day. Y'all, ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for the one and only Judge Gregory Mathis. <laughs> yes. Love you, man. Love you. Love you back. If you like this song, you need to hit me up, 866-9-RICK. We need to be playing this every morning song. It makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, my God. Push Jay Nash. Space. Man, Jay Nash played this every day on our uh, Birmingham affiliate Kiss, man. I'd be listening to Kiss just to hear that song. And I hit up Daryl. I called Daryl Johnson about 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what is the name of that song? So I was blowing up Maria this morning. Like, mm-hmm. Maria, find the song. I know it when I hear it. Yep. At first you said it was... uh. Um, there's so many. So, start with an A. Um, it, uh, uh, Ari, yeah, Ari Lennox. Lennox. I thought it was Ari Lennox. I thought it was Lettuce. And then we like, you talking about SZA. Yeah. Yeah, you said it's a happy song. It feels it good. Is, I love this damn song. Even though she's talking about killing her ex. Oh, God. That's what she talking about? Yeah, she's <laughs> talking about killing her ex. It just sounds like a song that you be skipping yeah. through a wheat field like Laurie yeah. Ingalls on One Little House yeah. on... Mm-hmm. Somebody should take Little House on the Prairie when she's skipping through the field and play this song. <laughs> I wasn't going to say what the song was about, but you was too happy, dog. But it's just a great-ass song. I just I never knew what the words That's said. That's a little psychotic for it to be so happy, feel so happy, but it's about killing somebody. Right. God. Right. <laughs> right. But we're going to keep it positive and focus on the way it makes yeah, we us got, we feel. Got... News headlines. Entertainment. On the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Front page time. Maria Moore, what's happening? Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Wednesday morning news. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot lost her bid for re-election on Tuesday, ending her historic run as the city's first black woman and first openly gay person to serve in the position. Here's what she had to say during her concession speech. Obviously, we didn't win the election today, but I stand here with my head held high and a heart full of gratitude. And regardless of tonight's outcome, we fought the right fights and we put this city on a better path. No doubt about it. Lightfoot, a Democrat, failed to get enough votes to move on to an April 4th runoff. She's the first mayor in 40 years to lose a re-election. Paul Vallis, a former CEO of Chicago schools, will face Brandon Johnson, a Cook County commissioner endorsed by the Chicago Teachers Union. 
In criminal justice, Massachusetts police have cracked a 12-year-old case thanks to DNA found on a sweet potato. Back in 2011, Todd Lampley was fatally shot in his home. Investigators believe that the potato was used as a silencing device to muffle the sound of gunshots. DeVaris Hampton has been arrested and charged with Lampley's murder. I'm sorry, good. Same man. In other news, a Vermont girls' high school basketball team forfeited an out-of-state tournament. Keep on going, Maria. Just keep on going. You, you got it. After refusing to play against a team that had a transgender player. It's too sweet. Team, the team released a statement saying we withdrew from the tournament. Want me to go ahead and start sports? Um, Wait a minute, what happened? Sports. Why are you crying? Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. What happened? Hold on. I still don't worry, what happened? Don't worry okay. about it. Sweet potato. It's, okay. It's, Can you just say briefly, can you recap this sweet potato thing? What happened? He uses sweet potato as a silencing device. What? Who, who did the the murder suspect he he uses sweet potato as a as a twelve year old cold case. <laughs> right. I thought it was an interesting story. Right. And I I was glad that they were able to crack what the was cold his name? case. His name was Devaris Hampton. And what he put the sweet potato on? He put the he uses sweet potato. <laughs> What's going on in sports, Rock T? Well, we're going to uh, talk about Kevin Durant. He's expected to make his debut with the Phoenix Suns tonight versus Charlotte Hornets. He's been out nursing a sprained MCL knee injury, man. So uh, we're excited about that. It's going down real big. So it's always good to hear Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless debate on Undisputed. Skip thinks that LeBron is lying and faking about his foot injury. He scored 11 points in the fourth quarter what? after he quote-unquote hurt himself. I heard something can I, pop. Can I ask you a question? Why didn't you take yourself out? Can I ask you a question? I just want to know this. Why is it when LeBron James, if someone said there's something wrong with LeBron James, you either said it's not that serious or he's lying. Okay. But you never called into question when Tom Brady said anything. Tom Brady had off-season surgery. He had it. How do you know? Did you perform the surgery? No, but he announced it, and I believe he did. Okay, wait a second. Are you calling Tom Brady a liar? Just like, I, if you call LeBron James a liar about his injury. I'm absolutely okay. calling Tom Brady a liar about exactly. his LeBron ain't lying about no injury. They in 12th place, man. He trying to get to the playoffs. If LeBron can play, he would be out there playing. Maria wasn't lying about that dude putting that sweet potato on the, on the front of that pistol and shoot people. Hey, real quick, in this week's episode of uh, I Hate the Homies podcast, with your boy Rock Teasy Griff and Super Dave, we discovered, Rick, that Super Dave is a male groupie. But yeah. I would never be a groupie. Now, I went to Prince Concert. You Con- are a groupie, though. No, I'm not. I went to Prince Concert in 1984. Was you wearing Prince clothes? Was you wearing the blouse? Tell the truth. Did you have the high heel boots? <laughs> no, I didn't. I had the black veil on. Remember he had on Dora <laughs> Nikki? <laughs> A veil over your eyes, dog. Hey, can I finish this? I've never felt warm for a man, but I'm going to tell you this. He was throwing roses out. I caught the rose, and we made eye contact. That's the first time I ever felt warm. Hey, Dana, don't you tell nobody else that? Oh, oh, that is a major man violation. Yeah, that's a man law violation. He just lost his super off his name. warm. Yeah. So, man. Y'all David to the, from here on and out. And they made eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> he caught the rose, Brad. He caught and the rose. he wore the veil. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so, which, so which is worse, making eye contact with Prince or shooting somebody and using a sweet potato as a salad? <laughs> <laughs> 
Y'all can listen to the whole episode, man. Anyway, you listen to your podcast, I Hate the Home. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Ooh. 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 <laughs> 29 minutes out of the hour, y'all time for the hot spot. Oh. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tad Tad, and this is the hot spot, but we bring you music, movies, and more, so let's get off into it. TV star Jerry Johnson from the hit show Harlem took to Instagram yesterday uh, with claims that filmmaker Mark Casey touched her inappropriately. She said, I tell him what show I'm on about three times. I tell him it's nice to meet him, exchange info, and he whispered in my ear, I don't want to hurt your feelings, brother. And I said, my feelings don't get hurt, and why are you calling me brother? I'm not a brother. And this man proceeded to pinch my nipple. It was disgusting and so inappropriate. Continuing, Johnson made a second claim that her friend shared a similar interaction uh, with the industry professional. She continued, and then I told another friend what happened, and she told me that he unconsensually smacked her ass. Uh, when she walked by him. Listen, I'm the wrong one. I don't care about L.A. culture or industry culture or any of that. You should not be touching people inappropriately for any reason. So I guess I'll keep up with that story and let y'all know uh, what comes of that. (laughs) Meanwhile, during the interview with Lil Yachty, Drake has revealed that he regrets airing out his exes in his music. During a discussion about his 2016 song, Western Road Flows... On which he suggested that he would retire at 35. He says now that he thinks that's an ageist statement. And he explained, I hate hearing that. I heard that the other night. I think that some songs, when I've said some girls' names in songs, maybe those are the two things that I like to look back on. And I'm like, maybe I could have done without that. Like crapping on people for age or disrupting somebody's life. He continued, the lyrics will never were never made with ill intent, but I had somebody once tell me, you know, it's not necessarily what you're saying about me. It's the fact that you said it. He explained, just in the sense, like, you don't want what it does. You don't know what it does to me. You don't know who my boyfriend is at the time, or you don't know what my family knows or doesn't know. And if you don't express any form of discontent for me and call me by my name in a song, then all of a sudden I'm left to pick up the pieces of my own life that I've tried to build up for myself. He continues, so I've tried my best to stop doing that. So good for Drake. Um, Last but not least, J. Cole has announced the lineup for his 2023 Dreamville Festival. The festival will be held on April 1st and April 2nd at Dorothea Dix Park in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, On April 1st, Usher will headline. And then on April 2nd, J. Cole, Drake, Burner Boy, and other acts include Dreamville artists Ari Lennox and J.I.D. In addition, Lil Durk, City Girl, Sean Paul, Sir, Summer Walker, and Glorilla will also perform. So that's going to be a great show. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.